Hello, everybody. This is the Kevin at Podcast for me. Podcast for me. Well, podcast for you. I'm your host, K Dog. I am here to say the stories of the stuff. Doesn't make any sense. Well, anyways, here we are, January 9th, 2020, doing a podcast for Michigan. It's where I reside. And, uh, What's new about life? Still looking for a job. Can't find one. We got pretty close, but once again, it was a something about of a certification that I needed. So I think next week I'll just bite the bullet and get certified in something I'm already certified in. and Hope from there. Seth is adjusting to the temperature and different area of schooling or different school as well. He's, um, I guess he's making friends, I don't know, playing outside, slide, sliding, or what is it, skiing, or when you're on a, what is it, slider, sked, sled, sled, there you go, sledding, sledding outside, and uh, having loads of fun doing that. The interesting thing about uh, Michigan, or snow in general, is when the uh, moonlight hits the snow at night it makes everything more illuminated so you can see better at night which is pretty cool i tried to take pictures didn't work out too well other than that you know life instances is pretty pretty bland it's not much that i do went to an art show um it was cool i drank a little bit of wine there and the theme was you're supposed to drink wine at all these little art areas for free and uh, I was cool about that, but it became only one area where they had wine and the rest was no wine. And I was pretty mad about that. Other than that, it was cool little art pieces here and there. Um, other than, okay, well, that aside, uh, that's, the, that's the update of my life. If this is your first time hearing this podcast, you're hearing me ramble. So forgive me because I'm you know disorganized and such. But basically, this is a podcast of my uh, thoughts and feelings of life, and I read the news, and then I talk about random other things. But usually, it all blends together in me just bullshitting all throughout this podcast. Um, if you do like it, subscribe to it on iTunes. Hook me up in that manner, and throw a review if you could. Uh, also, you know, it's a podcast for me. You can't find you can't find it. That sucks to be you. <laughs> You also, if you want to contact me, you know, throw some ideas like, I didn't like what you said about this. We can hash it out and I'll air it on the podcast, meaning I'll read it out loud and give you my thoughts back. We can go back and forth all day, every day. It only takes one fan to make a difference. <laughs> so you can just find me on the podcast for me at gmail.com or you can find me at Facebook uh, podcast for me or you can get me on the Twitter at podcast for me. Um, that's about it. Or you can hit me up in a review. I can see it then. <laughs> or, or just, you know, like and share. Okay, let's get into this. Let's do some news. Gotta get that news. News. So, and nowadays we got this thing called the coronavirus. It's uh, plaguing all of humanity, killing about 600 people uh, as of February 9th, 2020. 600 people dead. In the world. And it's the biggest deal ever because people are like, holy shit, this is going to kill everybody. This is it. 
And then the big thing about China is like, uh, you don't know how many people are dead. They could have been covering it up or whatever. You just don't know. And this one bank in China says they'll offer $43 billion to boost firms in fighting the virus. And what the fuck does that even mean? You know, and you read into it, it's more vague shit. You know, they're just going to boost the economy so that they can fight it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It also announced that it would pump 1.2 trillion won, which is 173 billion, into financial markets as it ramped up its support for fighting the virus. So the coronavirus is literally just the flu, and it just only kills like older people, young people, or people with defects. The only thing that is making everyone scared is the fact that it's on the news and they keep pushing it. So that's how it is. You have a world of maybe what six plus billion people, world, and you know, was it eight hundred people die, six hundred people die? I mean, you know, more people die in pools, you know. So you gotta not worry about that. And then people say, well, you know, that's only people that have pools that have to worry about it. Well, the only the young and the old have to worry about that. More on that news, a Chinese citizen journalist who went viral for his reporting on coronavirus uh, from Wuhan has gone missing, and his family says he's been forcibly quarantined. Uh, so the so there's two points of interest here. You know, you got simple Chinese lawyer slash citizen doing the good de deed and letting people know, hey, there's this virus, it's killing people. Which doesn't really, you know, I mean, like, it's killing people, yes, but uh, China went and quarantined him because he has the disease. So it's it's basically the news is trying to make this into a conspiracy theory. Uh, where he has more than 43, 430 subscribers. Yeah, there's people that are trying to let this shit go out, and um, people are just fighting it back. And um, there's two ways you could see this. One, you could say that China, 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 the Chinese government's just trying to protect itself. You know, they're just trying to, you know, hide all this shit because it's really worse than it is, and they're bad. Or it could be that they want wide, widespread panic for something that's only killing a few amount of people. Because it's just a different variation of the flu. And if you get the flu, you die. You know, you could die. And if you get this flu, you can die. But the same precautions are taken. You know, you're either old or you're young. You know? And you just have to walk, watch out for secondary infections and things like that. Make sure to stay hydrated. So it could just be they're not trying to spread panic. And that makes kind of sense, right? They should be allowed to do that. So I throw it back at you guys. What do you think? Should your government try to stop panic? Because people are going to panic. There's no way you cannot panic. Or maybe, maybe if they all join together, they can. Um, the, the Chinese government could have just made it say, "Hey, look, this is happening," but it's just like a flu, and uh, you know, if you're old or young, same precautions should be taken. You know, or they knew that that people don't react that way. Same thing with swine flu or. Um, the bird flu. This is the bat flu, really. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people get worried about this kind of shit, but it really doesn't mean much. It's just another disease that's killing. There's tons of diseases killing people out there. Can't do anything about. It's not like 
a thing in which worrying is going to cause anything. I mean, you should always act like everyone has the flu, you know, wash your hands and shit. Don't put your hands on your face. <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory. Well, let's, let's change the story here. Uh, black woman checks shamers who criticize her for having a large family. I am married. I am a married adult! Exclamation mark. So we got these black people. They had one, two, three, four people. And she's pregnant, so five kids. And <clears throat> this is a weird kind of thing. Here, here are my thoughts on this. So well, let me just go through this. Leslie Lewis, she's she's a wildly popular Instagram page. I guess she's popular with her Instagram page. She has a lot of kids, and people were like shitting on her for having so many kids. And she makes it into a racial thing, saying, "How dare you say that? I'm black. I can have five kids." And da 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 da. I had my husband, and you know, it's this woke culture. Yeah, yeah, Queen, you did this. You know, yeah, you did. Yeah, it's good that you know people have more kids, and you know, especially if you're you know black, you know, have more kids. And my thoughts on this are are this, and basically that's all it is. And a lot of people just backing her up and whatever. And my thoughts on this are basically, you know. Back in the day, you would have a lot of kids and these kids would help each other and they would then, uh, you know, help the farm or help help whatever business or whatever. You know, they kind of it kind of was good to have more more kids. And um, it made sense because there's a lot of um, think like the technology wasn't there. You know, you need more people to back you up. Just, it was just smarter to have more kids nowadays it's not so much like i get if you're in in ethiopia or some shit like that but like in america uh <clears throat> having a lot of kids is very expensive you know <clears throat> and then a lot of needs are met so what happens is to maintain the the allure the illusion of having more uh having money you have to work more and working more means you neglect your kids more and now you only have just one. You have five kids you're neglecting. And I've seen this in a lot of families where they have like the five kids. And, and like <clears throat> back 100 years ago, it'd be okay, but maybe. But nowadays, it just turns out that you would have more drama. You know, you have more instances of neglect where one kid gets more neglected than the others or some fucking trauma is going to fucking happen. It's easier to manage like one or two kids. But when you have five kids, one kid could go out and do drugs and another kid can go out and do something. It's just more of a, more of a hassle. She turns this into a, like a fucking racial thing, which I, I neither here nor there. I mean, if you could support five kids, so be it. But I mean, I, my thoughts are unless you can give them time, you know, each one of them making them feel special because that's who we are as people. We want to be, we want to feel that we're special. You know, I mean, these kids, you know, having that many kids is, has pros and cons pros you know at least she had brothers and sisters or whatever cons there's a multitude of problems that can go hand, go on with neglect you start acting out and then you start yelling at your kids beating your kid i know this lady man she got five five no four kids she got four kids and it is a fucking disaster you know it, it's 
And she comes from a big family. And you would think that from there, you know, she'd be able to figure it out. But she's by herself solo. Fucking trying to raise these four fucking kids. You know, joint custodies between multiple fathers and things like that. You know, it's just a fucking disaster. And then to try to, I don't know, regain some semblance of control with the younger one, she just yells at him. Ah, it's just natural to yell. You know, she's so used to yelling at everybody. She doesn't even notice that's a thing. So in turn, the kids, they're so used to getting yelled at. That's all they know how to talk. They talk to you like, like uh, these little, little young ones, like well, three and five. They're just so young. And all they know has been yell- being yelled at. It's fucking, that's all they know. So therefore, they're just constantly like yelling back. They're just doing what has been done to them, you know. And um, it's just a mess of a, a disaster. You know, and like, you know, uh, here are my thoughts. If you're going to have that many kids, you got to devote yourself to other kids. Getting with other people, you know, trying to try to pursue relationships. You need to stop that until you're stable. You know, that thing. This chick that I know, man, she, not, no, not stable. Keep getting with guys and shit, you know, having the older ones babysit the other ones. I mean, this fucking, what the fuck? You know, it's just like, it's a powder keg waiting to happen, you know, so. I, I, I urge people, if you're going to have a lot of kids, man, fucking be sure to be able to take care of them, and especially if you're single. If you're fucking single, your life better be about them kids, or you're going to raise them a sociopath, if not a psychopath, you know? You're like, I need attention. Oh, well, hurting this squirrel makes me happy. <laughs> I was like, and then you just grow up, start cutting on leather, and start cutting people up, you know? I watch a lot of crazy documentaries, so that's usually how it works. And let's not even get into molestation, man. You know, it's hard to keep track of fucking that many kids. I mean, one kid gets to another kid or one kid gets abused, introduces that cancer to the other kids. Jesus Christ, this is bad. You, This should never be promoted. Yeah, man, you should have as many kids. It should be, yeah, I have kids and I can afford it. If you can't, don't do it. That That's really what she should say. Not, yeah, I'm black and this is how it should be. All right. That's a lot. All right. Uh, so Birds of Prey came out and it bombed. Birds of Prey is a Harley Quinn themed movie. A movie where, see, they had maybe four years back, they had this movie called Suicide Squad, where one character was uh, Harley Quinn, played by this actress, Margot uh, Robbie. And she's a pretty good actress. So <clears throat> everyone was in love with this character and everything like that. There's several problems with liking that character uh, of Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad. One, she wasn't the main character. Two, she's a character that is literally created to just be beaten on by this other guy, you know, and um, that's all she is. You know, she's not like a female counterpart. She's literally just a person who gets beat up, you know, that she's a victim and that's it, you know, and then so that is the character. Now you try to embolden this character and power them up and everything. So you've gotten rid of the uh, what this character was, you know, and now you're making the character it wasn't into something it isn't. So this is uncharted territory. Now you're in uncharted territory. You got your female lead. What are we going to do with this chick? Well, what's the new thing? Female empowerment. So we're going to have to create her. As, uh, like like a, like a message to women who are being in abused relationships. I got it. What the fuck, man? This is a movie about 
a clown who has a chick who likes him and he beats on her and that's the joke the the bad joke of that character that's the movie that's the character and everyone just kind of got behind it because the character was kind of charismatic played by the actress and people liked her but people don't know why they liked her she was charismatic the character was cool yes but people aren't gonna go rush to theaters to watch this character or whatever in fact if anything you want to call it harley quinn if anything call it birds of prey like nobody knows what the fuck that means if anything if what are what are your goals so you had suicide squad it was kind of kind of popular but like a lot of fans dug the harley quinn character so you want to make a movie with the harley quinn character right use that use the harley quinn character and then make the movie called harley quinn so you know why you're going in you're going in to see her I think the American audience is smart enough to think, oh, yeah, I need to watch this movie because it's called Birds of Prey or this is trailer. Like, no, you want to go because you want to see Harley Quinn. So, you know, like and and trust me, the movie that this. Uh, the Suicide Squad that came out like it was it was out. It didn't make headlines. Nobody liked it. Everyone liked Harley Quinn, though. And they took that little thing and made it into another thing. And they didn't really have a strong fan base. And then you have a lot of loud voices fucking talking about how birds of prey, like Harley Quinn's the best and all this bullshit, which is like total and utter bullshit, you know? And then you did the thing where you went toxic man hating and saying, well, you don't like Harley Quinn because you're a man and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, good God, man. These fucking things are comic books. The people who are watching these, reading these comic books are dudes, mostly, primarily. So, I mean, yeah, you shouldn't shit on the female audience. I get you that. But you didn't need to shit 90% of your audience and say, oh, yeah, you fucking guys suck and blah, blah, blah. So you made a movie based on, like, what? What fans? What fans are watching this? What comic book fans are watching this, you know? There's not that many, you know? Well, anyways, whatever on that tirade. So they made this this fucking movie based off of, like, some fan reaction to a side character so be it and uh they and because it's all female empowerment they gave her they didn't load the they didn't they really fucked all this up see this is how this is how you do it if you're gonna make a movie based on a side character and you want to make that into a thing this is what you do you get a fan who is a director and awesome i don't give a shit who it is as long as they're a good director and they have a prominent career like they've been doing this for a while you get that person you get a writer who's been doing this fucking forever the best fucking writer you really gotta load this fucking movie up because this was a shit product that they were just trying to they just latched onto a little bit of light of hope but they didn't give it the fucking care that they should have they should have gave Gave it to someone like a prominent director, guy or girl, whoever the best is. Writer, guy or girl, whoever the best is. And then load that cast up and then go from there. Or go low budget, regardless. But here you got this one lady, Kathy Yan. That is the fucking director. She made such movies as Dead Pigs. According to my mother, it's a short. Down River, another short. Last Night, another short. So she's only directed four movies before that, and they don't make 
any fuck. They're like nothing. There's she's a fucking nobody. Let's see what else you got. Let's see. Dead pigs. Let's see what you got. So what's dead pigs about? A bubbling pig farmer. Oh, this is a Chinese movie. A festy salon owner, a sensitive bush boy, an exact expact architect, and a dischanted rich girl converge and collide as thousands of dead pigs float down the river towards a rapidly modernizing Shanghai. What the fuck is, what in the goddamn is that? So, wow, talk about woke. You know, this is the woke movement right here. Fucking random ass fucking Chinese lady making some fucking movie. She's directing your, 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 uh, your, your, uh, what is it? Birds of Prey movie. You really didn't give a shit about the movie. That's, that's what I say. Who's the producer? Who's the producer of this fucking movie? Birds of Prey here. Let's click on that shit right here. Birds of Prey. Who produced this? This is fucking retarded, man. This is the stupidest fucking. You guys really fucked this up. You had some no-name director who's only directed one movie and a bunch of shorts. Let's look, look, look at the budget. It's uh, the budget. Oh, it's not that bad of a budget, though. $84 million budget. How much does it gross? $33 million. Boom. What a whopper of a piece of shit. What else we got going here? Production companies. Let's see, let's see if I can get the producer. DC Films. It's under the name. Music by the famous Daniel Pemberton. Produced by Margot Robbie. There's, there you go. A bunch of two name, no-namers. That fucking sucks, man. You guys fucked up big. You What a hit and a miss. You guys fucking grabbed up the wrong director for this. I mean, I'm mad at that because I really do feel like the bird... And the movie could probably be good. But it's just whatever. It could be. It's probably not. <laughs> you got this, um, got this fucking product that isn't good. Which, what's your product? Fucking a side character. Not even a main character. A side character. That was created, what? 20 years ago? And on a cartoon? And just as a joke. You know? That's, that's all she is. Just a bit of a joke. Female empowerment. I get it. That's cool. And you're trying to cash in on that. So, okay. So you want to cash in on female empowerment and this character. And what did you do? What did you fucking do? You grabbed Kathy Yan, famous director. You had uh, the producers Margot Robbie and other people starring other people. Uh, if anything says that what failed this film was... That I don't know. Maybe it was sexist that they filmed it. They they're gonna point to the fans that the fans are shitty and it's toxic fans and blah blah blah. You made this movie for the fucking fans and it sucked. Don't blame the fucking fans. The fans really gave a shit. They go. Hey, if I'm a fan of something and somebody I know says this movie sucks, I'm still gonna go watch it. So all the toxic masculinity as they want to put in the world's not gonna stop me from fucking watching a movie that I like, no matter what. 
So if there's fans, they're truly fans, they wouldn't have been stopped by that. So they're going to blame that. But I really do believe that whoever gave the green light to this movie without actually giving it anything, they're the sexist sons of bitches because they didn't give it the force they needed to. See, what Wonder Woman came out and it had an Oscar award winning act uh, director, you know, Penny Jenkins. That fucking lady fucking owns it, you know. And uh, had a pretty good writer, too. I don't know who, but they write good shit, too. Uh, I'm just doing the shit off the top of my head. They fucking, at least they gave a shit about Wonder Woman. Here, and they had, like, Robin Givens and fucking, who else? A bunch of other fucking people I can't name at the moment, but they're all famous. This movie has, at best, Ewan McGregor and Margot Robbie. Great. Good job, guys. Good fucking job. Those guys are the sexist sons of bitches, the ones who made this movie. Patty Jenkins repeatedly offered uh, Yan advice during Birds of Prey uh, shoot. So that's good. She tried to help. Yeah, because she needed help because she's never directed any fucking movie. She only directed the one. Oh, well. Yeah, so they opened at $30 million, took $85 million to make. That's usually a depiction of a shit team movie. Worst opening in a decade. The worst movie before this was Jonah Hex, which was in 2010. That looked like shit when it came out. Back in the day, I remember seeing the trailer for it. I'm like, that looks like a stupid fucking movie. And once again, Jonah Hex was literally a side DC character. It wasn't really, it's like they didn't know what they were doing when they did it. See, the reason why Marvel works and wins is that they they have fans and people who are good at what they do combined, and they make these movies. Like, the guy who made Iron Man is a fan as well as a director. The, the James Gunn guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy, he's a fan of this of this genre. So he gets it. So when he makes it, he it, it kind of emulates that, you know? Like, he's a good director, and he made that. Like, unless Cynthia Yan is uh, balls deep in some fucking uh, comic books, I highly doubt. I bet she read comic books, maybe for, hopefully, for getting ready to make this movie, but I, I doubt it. I fucking highly doubt it. You want a person who's a nerd back in the day and wanted to make movies. They were reading comic books. Now, I get it. If this was a drama, what the fuck ever. But when you're talking about comic books and you're trying to bring it to the big screen, you want a nerd. So I I hope they learn from that, but they're going to see the wrong message. They're going to see it as, oh, we can't have women in the fucking movies because it just doesn't work, you know? That's the wrong message. What it is is you got shit people to make this fucking movie, you know? You give no-namers... Like shit, mo- like shit movies, like like little like little movies, like uh, Paranormal Activity. It was it was a budget of a million dollars or some shit like that. You want you want the no namers to direct those kinds of things, the million dollar budgets, the two million dollar budget, the ten million dollar budgets. So they 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 make a lot of money. You're like, oh, you've proved yourself. Now you can make this big budget movie. You know, it is so rare. Like these fucking people in the, I don't know, the 
was it productions or whatever? It's just a, a symptom of how what happens when rich people become rich. They're too busy fucking kids, man. They <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. Like, I mean, they became rich because they just saw what a pattern and said, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do." <laughs> Rather than just the common sense, man, just give someone who likes the shit and has proven themselves as a director. You put those two together, instant classic. The only reason why Joker uh, made a lot of money is because, not because the guy was a nerd or whatever, probably was, who knows, is because he took a movie that's a movie first and then just added the fact that the Joker's in it. It's not, oh, I'm going to make a movie just about the Joker. No, it's he made a movie and then he did that with the comic book. That's what you want to do. If Birds of Prey were to succeed, you would want to make it a movie, like a prominent director, Makes a movie and then he just adds that shit. Then it would have worked. Oh, what's this? Rotten Tomatoes gives it 83%. I need to see this shit right here. All right, here we go, guys. We're going to take a deep dive. And Rotten Tomatoes have been fucking up lately. They've just been like uh, rating things depending on what social justice they're going for uh, rather than... um, actually rating it well i just looked at it it's actually pretty audience score is higher so it probably is a good movie yeah we'll see i'm probably gonna watch it i really didn't like suicide squad so i wonder if suicide squad's listed in this fucking shit here margot robbie let's click on highest rated movies oh suicide squad wasn't in there 27. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty spot on. Oh, well, it could be a good movie. Ah, let's move on. All right, guys, what we got? A uh, former U.S. drone operator recalls dropping a missile on Afghanistan children and says military is worse than the Nazis. I have umbrage with this comment. So you got this white guy who's been in the military six years and just decided to, I don't know how he got out. I'm thinking he got dishonorably discharged. That's what I think. And now he's just bitching and moaning about the things he did in the military. You know, okay, so here you go. A drone operator is a person who flies a drone and shoots a missile. The only reason why you don't have a president actually actively doing it is because it does take some kind of training and know-how to fly a bajillion-dollar drone to shoot something. So they get these people to do it. If fucking guy didn't do it, somebody else would. Somebody's always going to be that guy. So this guy saying what he's saying is just like you're the one who happened to do it. But you had to do it. You had to shoot the missile. If it wasn't you, it would be somebody else. And you didn't know until you shot the missile that there'd be a person. And then he goes on this fucking tirade about how the military is worse than Nazis. Uh, no, no. The Nazis physically had to restrain Jews and physically had to, like, murder them themselves. You just point pressing a button onto a trigger when someone ordered you to do it is not indicative to, like, being a Nazi. It's just you pressing a button because somebody else told you because you know how to press that button better than somebody else. You know, uh, so, all right, where is it at? Let's get some shit here. Said he killed 13 people himself. Whatever that. 
uh, image. Ah, see, here we go. He says this, this, this comment right here bothered me. He goes, it went against everything that I ever learned about honor, justice, and training. It was terrifying how dismissive people were about the whole affair. We were safe in the U.S., and those over there were not. We win, but that's not how it goes, Mr. Bryant said. So, I mean, like, if it wasn't a drone going in there, it'd be troops. And troops would go in there, and they get shot at, and they'd shoot other people. And it'd be a whole messy affair, at least with the drone, you know. We fucking just press a button, and a bunch of people die. Which, we've gotten better at it, mind you. But, I mean, when he says it's everything I ever learned about honor and justice and training, look, in the military, they may say that you're doing shit, honor, justice. You are a fucking dog. That is literally what you are. You are to do what they say to do. You know, if you if you don't understand that when you join the military, you really are confused about the whole concept of it. This ain't no Star Trek. This is you jumping in the military and you're gonna do what the fuck they're gonna say. And if you're not gonna do it, someone else is. So why bother even trying to do do the right thing? I get it. In the ledger of your life, you always have to look back and think, did I do the right thing? You know, and you get put in these situations. And uh, what would I do? I would probably press the trigger because that is what I'm supposed to do for the greater good. I mean, a group of people came together and they decided this is the way it is. Who am I to be in the way of that? You know, there's a lot of little aspects in life where I was always thinking, oh, yeah, we should do this. Oh, yeah, we should do that. But sometimes a good thing equals a bad thing and a bad thing equals a good thing. Like, what the fuck? You kill, you kill like what Saddam Hussein, who we could have killed many years ago, who decided to kill him this one day, and then after that, you have all these other terrorist organizations. Could be argued killing him made it worse. He was a bad guy, so killing him was a good thing. But then, you know, all these terrorist groups came out and they fucking attacked us. You know, I mean, like good and bad. It just depends on where you are on the timeline. So you just have to do what you have to do. You know. Now, I'm not in a position where I'm shooting people, and I know what's up, you know? But it is a weird thing how good and evil is. I, you know, it's just like uh, there was like an old Wiseman story about the guy goes, he wins, he finds a lot of money, and he goes, today's a good day. Turns out that money become came from robbers, and they, they go and kill your, your son and take the money back. Well, that's a bad thing. You know, but people are sad and they donate you money way more than the other, the, the amount of money was stolen, you know, and so you're super prosperous than you've ever been and you have money and, you know, it, it, and that's a good thing. And then because of that money, you know, the government takes your money away and throw you in prison because this was a conspiracy theory. Now it's a bad thing. So, I mean, it goes on and on forever. It just depends on where you are on the line, you know. Whenever a good thing happens, a bad thing can happen. Whenever a bad thing happens, a good thing ha can happen. So this fucking guy talking shit. And the only thing I get mad about is the fact that, I mean, like, everyone who's ever joined the military knows what's up. It's when you're out of the military, you're going to talk shit like this. You're like, oh, fucking military is a piece of shit. Hey, that's what they do. That's their job. If you're mad, be mad at your government officials, you know? Be mad at how our society is, if anything. The military is just like a blunt forced instrument. So are the police and so on and so forth. These people have to make these decisions. They're people like us. 
but they have to do what they have to do. That's it. The more they start questioning themselves or questioning everything, the less uh, effective our society could be. You know, it wouldn't work if you were to quarantine a village or something like that from some virus. If like all the soldiers were like, you know what, fuck this, we can't do this. You know, it's just a hard thing. You know, being people are very, very difficult. But like, uh, we got systems in place to try to organize ourselves, and you know, every time we kind of fuck that up. Things go wrong. Yeah. This guy, honor and justice. It broke my spirit. Wait, it broke my spirit. It went against everything I learned about being a warrior. What? You're in a fucking cockpit using a like a video game to kill people. Holding yourself to higher standards. My superiors psychologically beat me and ridiculed me for not to keep me in line. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the way it is. Uh, he has to say the U.S. military is worse than Nazis. We should know better. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, all right, whatever on that. What do we got here? Oh, elections. So there's a great debacle this week with the uh, Iowa caucus. And this is like, I guess, how they come up with the primaries and how they decide who's going to be the Democratic president or the Democratic uh, lead against, uh, I guess, Trump, because Trump is going to be the Republican side, and we need to find a Democrat. It's a weird thing, too, because they couldn't figure it out, a lot of little mishaps here and there. And in the end, it, it's between Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg. And one sixty twenty six point two percent the other guy was 26.1%. So, like, shit, by, like, two votes. That he's ahead, Pete Buttigieg, while Bernie Sanders is right below. But they didn't really um, finish the reporting. It could very well be Bernie. But somehow Pete's in the running, and Elizabeth Warren is far in the third. That's a weird thing, man. So it's going to be between Pete and Bernie now. I really thought it'd be Elizabeth Warren. Either way, I don't think Bernie will be the main guy against Trump. They're going to they're gonna put either Pete or Elizabeth. That's how it's going to be. That's how I see it. That's how I decree it. See, you know, that, that shitty-ass fucking um, Democratic Party is so weird because you got them trying to fuck each other over. So people are, like, thinking, should I vote for these people? You know, like, say it's Pete Buttigieg. Why would you vote for him when his own party fucks him over? So if he becomes the president, his own party would fuck him over, plus the Republicans, because that's their job. I mean, that's how I would see it. I mean, that just makes sense, right? Stands to reason. Meanwhile, the Republicans are all united, you know? So it just makes Trump go for president for another fucking four years. Idiots. What do we got here? FBI puts threat posed by racist extremists on par with ISIS. Uh, it gets kind of sketchy when you are saying white supremacists are or not white supremacists, but uh, actually did say white supremacy by racist extremist. If you if you put racist extremists as a um, as a threat, then it becomes a thing in which who dictates what's a what's a racist extremist. I mean, a guy puts a Twitter comment like, "Hey, 
uh, these guys are getting out of control. Say that he's against Jews. He goes, the Jews are getting out of control. Well, that guy's racist. Get him. Well, I can't see anything wrong with that, really. Right? Right? But someone's just voicing their opinion. I don't know. It's kind of scary times we're, we're living in, you know, where you're using virtuous thoughts to, you know, I don't know, corral the, the populace. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's this one? Warn to Buttigieg. Own up to the facts on the systematic racism. So basically, the interaction was they, they had the Democratic debate again, you know, in Indiana. and Or, or Indiana? I forgot where. And um, Elizabeth Warren, you know, what her, her goal is, is to attack people in now. And she has to attack Pete Buttigieg because he's the front runner. He's he surpassed her. So she comes after him and says, you know, how can, you know, how can you be a president if, you know, there's racism going on as you're the mayor of this uh, area? And then she points to the fact that, uh, where is it at? Where is it at? Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. He goes, the reality is on my watch, drug arrests. No, no, no. That's her. That's his rebuttal. Where is it at? Okay. All right, here we go. Confronting, there's a statistic in uh, while he was a mayor, a black man in the South Bend was four times more likely than a white resident to be arrested for marijuana possession. So basically, uh, for the same crime, black people would get arrested more. Yeah, and there's truth to that in all aspects. It's not just this guy; it's like everybody else who's in power. Or um, a mayor, you know, that's in every state and every fucking part of the U.S. If um, that's real, that is a real thing. Like, uh, like you got two two criminals, one white guy, one black guy, and they're arrested for the same thing. The black guy's gonna go down for it, you know, way harder than say the white guy. Much like, uh, you know, if a guy gets it on, like, say he's eighteen, he gets on with like a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, he's going to jail for a while. Meanwhile, you get that lady who's like 22 and she gets with that, or say she's 18, fuck it. She gets with that like 17-year-old. She's not going to go to jail. She's going to get a warning. Or we could even advance the ages. A 15-year-old gets with a 24-year-old. In one instance, the guy is going to jail, you know, if not killed. And the girl, she's just going to, you know, get away with the slap in her hand. Which is, I mean, like, I get it, man. Like, if a guy, if a boy gets it on with the chick at that age that's just the, the reality of a situation you know like man you given the chance at 15 any guy's gonna try to get it on with anything he can get it on with you know so it's not more of a like a a rape kind of thing like i get it like if it was like rape like as in like he held him down and forced him into this shit right in his ass you know but if he's like getting a blow job or some shit like that from a 24 year old yeah, that's not a thing. That is not a thing in which a guy is like, no way, Jose, I was abused. You know, and it's different for females because I don't think they experience sex in the same way as guys do. It's not like a fever that's inside them as well as guys. I mean, like when you're 15 as a boy, you're intensely horny, you know, in comparison to a girl. If if it was the same thing, then there would be way more child pregnancies than there is now. It'd be unprecedented. The way a guy wants to fucking come at fucking 15 is much more powerful than, say, a woman at 15. 
or a girl at 15. She, she's not going to want a guy. She's not going to walk up to a guy and goes, I want you to empty your balls inside of me. There's no fucking way. That's not a thing. But I'm pretty confident if fucking guy who was thinking this and says that to a fucking girl, he's going down. He's, he's dead. That dude is dead. <laughs> but yeah, she, she gave him a, <laughs> basically she knocked him down, the mayor, for something that naturally happens, you know. And uh, he even says that. He owns up to it. He goes, yeah, it's happening and we need to address it. And uh, I'm going to try to stop that shit. But it happens everywhere. And in my county, it's not as bad. That was a good that was a good comeback. All right. Let's end this with uh, the news as in let's talk about the Oscars. We'll see. Let's see what they're going for the best picture of the year. Best picture of the year. We got Ford versus Ferrari, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Of these movies, let me think. Which should be best picture? I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I like Parasite. Parasite was something new. Once Upon a Time was not new. In the sense that it's a Quentin Tarantino movie that's good. Um... I'm not going to watch Parasite again, and I'm definitely going to watch Once Upon a Time again. Irishman, not so much. So I, I, would, I would pick Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for Best Picture of the Year. But that's not what's going to win. What's going to win, I would predict Little Women. Yep, Little Women. <laughs> I, I go by minorities when it comes to Oscars. Now read our Best Picture Predictions. They think it's 1917. I, ne I never watched it. Uh, let's see. Best uh, picture nominees. Uh, let's see. We're going best picture. Let's get to. I said just best picture, huh? Bunch of fucking people talking about best picture. Ah, uh -huh. that's all we got. All right. That's it for that podcast. All right. Well, that's not the end of the podcast. I got to add like two more things to this. In regards to it's like uh, some shit that I'm gonna throw out, and that's about it. So I'll just enjoy. So I'm sitting here, I'm watching some YouTube, and I see this video where uh, this one, uh, I guess, I guess some racial things were being said in Michigan in this Michigan school, and um, this uh, I guess so the parents have a meeting, and with with the school. And there's like a group of parents that go to that school. It's a lot of adults. And then, uh, of course, school people attending. And uh, you got this guy, this Mexican dude, thick accent. He's talking about the racism he's experiencing, his kids are experiencing at school and the racial things that they're saying. And immediately, a white guy, big fat white honking dude, comes out and says, why don't you go back to Mexico? Or why didn't you stay in Mexico, he says. Which is kind of funny. So here we have this guy talking about racism in America, like what his kids are experiencing. And then this dude tells him, why didn't you just stay in Mexico? So I think, I think what's going on here, though, is that the white guy is saying that as in, 
the the Mexican guy is complaining about America, so he should just stay in Mexico. But see, he it's like he was ready to shoot that without actually paying attention to what the guy is saying. If the guy had been saying, uh, it sucks here, uh, Mexico's better, uh, I'm not getting enough money here, I get no respect, things like that, I could see where his sentence comes into play. But he just says, I don't like the racism coming to me and my kids. And he says, why don't you go back to Mexico, which then makes it racist unto itself. There's no there's no interpretation. There's no. And then when he goes to defend himself, this white guy, he defends himself. He says he goes, see, you imagine a white guy going in a, a black uh, town. Yeah, would it be good? And so he's trying to make him his comment work. But it just sounds dumb because there's no context for what he's saying. He said something that, in that context, made it racist right then and there, and um, that that sucks because uh, one, it illustrates the the, the deep rooted racism in this guy. Now, I'm not a firm believer that people are just racist. And a bunch of people are racist and whatever. There are some people that are, and um, this guy, from what he said, was immediately attacked by everybody. Everyone's like, "Oh, what the fuck? Why'd you say that?" And um, I don't think everyone understands. They just they're just feeling this. They're not really understanding what happened. He said something that literally makes no sense in the context of what that guy was saying. He just proved the other guy's point. If anything, he should have shut his mouth, you know, like, and then let him talk. Or if you wanted us, let's see. His his other argument was um, the the tweets happened outside of school so he could have said something to that effect you know but interrupting the guy saying there's racism here and then telling and then a white guy saying go back to mexico basically or why didn't you stay in mexico i mean there's never a point where the guy was like america sucks he just says i don't like this racism part and if you're about america you're not about racism per se you know so this was like food for the fucking wolves right here. All the people like saying, oh, white people are bad. See, he just pointed that shit out. No one really. And what sucks about this is although some people are all shitty about all that, no one's really coming at him like, hey, bro, that's pretty fucked up what you said in that respect. And I don't even think he understands what he said when he said it. Because I, I keep beating a dead horse. I mean, I just wish maybe the Mexican guy would have said something to the effect of, uh, you know, America sucks or something like that. Then that would make sense, you know. But he just, he's, he's talking about how the, there's racism and then he tells him to go back to Mexico. See, the thing that gets me and it really burns me is this, is got, this white guy's a piece of shit for doing that. I mean, he he gave people ammo to pursue this whole white people are the devil and all that bullshit because he was so flippantly about it. He was it was so easy for him to say. And then when he started defending himself, he was defending himself in a way in which the other guy said America sucks. He even said that. He even said that to the effect of he goes when you're complaining about America and da 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 da. It's like he really didn't listen to what the guy said at all. He just went out with that and he goes up from some phantom narrative that he's painted in his own head. This white guy came up with the narrative in his own head and then just went out after him. 
You know, these are all like points that that could be valid. There are people out there in America that are pretty shitty. And they're like, oh, America sucks. Yes, I get you. And they should go back to wherever, whatever country they want to go to. But this guy in particular is loving America and then saying, I don't like when racist things are being said to me. That doesn't mean you go back to your fucking country. Oh, okay. So here I am on the, in America and you're being shitty towards me. I should now then go back because, because like I'm supposed to just accept you being shitty. I wish, I mean, the Mexican guy took uh, a good approach, right? He just, you know, try to back down, whatever. I wish he put his head through that dude's face. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I wonder who's going to defend that garbage human being. I'm pretty sure because the Ben Shapiro's and uh, maybe the Dave Rubens, they're pretty getting hardcore towards the right, you know. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. But uh, uh, I'm pretty pissed at that guy in the sense that, I mean, it doesn't make He proved the Mexican guy's point. And another thing is there's no point to what he said. It, he literally thought the guy was complaining about America when the guy wasn't. It's like he has this narrative. And I've been seeing this a lot lately when I'm here in the Michigan. You know, I'm seeing a lot of people that have these phantom narratives in their head. And they, it just keeps going on and on and on in their head. And so when something happens, they kind of just explode with these, like, the, the rhetoric. You know, same thing as the left with the whole you know, transgenders and the men and women are, you know, equally physically and mentally, that kind of thing. And everything's the same. And, you know, like just all that bullshit wokeness that's in California where everyone's pointing to some fucking phantom statistic that like pushes their point. Here I am in Michigan and it's the same fucking thing. But on the other side, and the other side is just, you know, a, a bit of racism, you know? So it's kind of weird. I don't know. More to come. And so you got this uh, lady, Bonnie Perry, in Michigan. Michigan? It's funny. I'm finding all this Michigan news. And she just became a, a bishop or archbishop or something like that in her own church. And she, I guess she's a lesbian, right? And so that led me down a rabbit hole. And I was like, wait a minute. How can a lesbian be a bishop? In a church, that's like saying, "What's a hardcore religion? Being a murderer, an active murderer, or what other sins are there? An active thief, you know. If it was someone who was, you know, they have sinned or something like that. Now, I'm not religious. I'm an atheist by trade. But if, if but like, I'm. What gets me is the ideologies of things when they contradict themselves. So here you are, Bible pusher. Say you're Jewish and you're just big hardcore Jew, and you go, "Hey, yeah, I eat pork. That's what I do." <laughs> but I'll be a bishop or whatever the fuck they got going on, a rabbi. Uh, that'd be you can't do that, you know. It's a, a sin's a sin. However, I looked into it. I was like, "Well, what the? Well, you know." Lesbians, I don't think God's against that. I looked into it. And uh, things about homosexuality within the Bible, you got Leviticus. And in that, I think it's the tale of Sodom and Gomorrah, where, you know, men will know other men and know meaning uh, getting it on. They translated it differently in recent Bibles where no 
to know someone is to have sex with them. But I, you know what? That onto itself is awesome in the sense of like, I like the wording of knowing someone. Like I know you, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's deeper than just sex, you know, <laughs> but they have for all intents purposes for, for that interaction in Sodom and Gomorrah, when the angels come, I guess they want to have sex with the angels. That's the, that's the way I read it back in the day. But, um, but back in the day before they translated it to sex, it was like to know them, we got to know them. And it's confusing because it really could be that we, we don't, we want to know what's up. Who are these guys? So, you know, so it's all about interpretation, but when you, when you take a good look at the Bible and all its forms, you get an overarching theme and that's where they get these. Um, see, when you write a book, you have to repeat certain themes over and over and over. So it seeps into the reader, you know, it's kind of like a, old lady listening to fucking CNN all day long and just not really watching it, but just absorbing the information over and over and over, creating a thought in their head that this is what it is. That's kind of like how religion works and how books work kind of is they kind of repeat things over and over and over within the, within the pages. So it kind of seeps in to your brain, you know, so you absorb the information better. And I think that's a thing that's never been studied in human history, I guess, that the part of the brain that identifies a religion, uh, if you, it's almost like a hypnotic thing that you repeat something over and over. And an overarching theme that repeats over and over and over, one of the many of them in the Bible is um, procreation, you know, in the sense of, uh, you know, the, the reason you're getting it on is only to have kids, you know, anything else would be just wrong. And, uh, now I'm anti-religion and all that, but if you, if you understand the ideology behind the framework, they're trying to teach people a set of values. And if you follow these set of values, you probably would live longer and better lives in that sense from back in the day. Things are different now. People are just kind of free and loose to do whatever and getting confused with their own thoughts. But, you know, in a time with no electricity and, you know, fucking you're, you're sucking out of a goat's tit, you know, to get milk, I guess, whatever. You know, kind of need a framework because people are just going crazy, eating random fucking things and dying. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, you have a village of a hundred and one cold could take you all out because you ain't got no antibiotics. You got nothing. You're just going to die. So having kids is priority one, you know, priority two would be raising these kids. And the best way to raise these kids is not them killing each other. That's why you should not kill. You know, not killing each other or stealing from each other. Now, fucking each other, these dudes. Now that that's all well and good, I would think. But if they're not, if they're just stuck on fucking dudes rather than chicks, then you won't have priority one uh, succeeded. So I think the Bible was just a way to have more kids and to live longer lives. That's how the race would, you know, progress. And um I know I'm, I'm straying off on it. I think the overarching theme, although it doesn't come out and say it, would be to not get it on. Now, however, it never really says in the Bible women, you know, being gay. You know, it's there's one passage in Romans that's kind of close. It's like men were doing bad shit, getting it on, and their women were doing it too. 
but they don't really specify that they're laying with other women. They're just saying men are just fucking around and their women are doing unnatural relations as well, you know? So that could have been anything and fucking goats and shit like that, you know? Like there's nothing in the Bible says you can't fuck animals, you know? So, I mean, they're, they're probably, they could be, you know, if you're going to make those infer. But if you just go back to the overarching thing, you're not even supposed to get it on without having a baby, you know? So you can't just be fucking for fun. But, you know, inadvertently your body's wanting that. So you are having many babies. And that's why they're anti-contraceptive, you know? And that's not because it says it in the Bible, you know? It just kind of links into that you're supposed to not, you know, fuck for fun. You're supposed to just have as many babies as possible. And, like, if you think about it, the wisdom of, of the Bible in the sense, you know, when they're fucking just the one person, why they would have marriages, it just makes kind of a sense that you would have two, a couple getting it on and they're constantly pushing out babies. That way, if they were to fuck other people, there would be multiple babies and then you would have that inner genetic thing going, you know, where you're like, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, inbreeding, you know, inbreeding. And that would be bad for fucking human society too so they were like fuck it stop this you know you got to get married you know because if i if if guys is fucking around like all the babies that he would be having would be you know similar in genes so whoever wrote the bible was probably thinking about that too you know and then um so anyways you know that there's nothing that says anything about lesbians but I, I guess the overarching theme is you know it makes sense right now, when you have an openly lesbian lady or openly gay dude, you know, being in the church, you know, hey, follow this religion except for this one aspect, I think that's stupid. I think that if you're going to follow the religion, follow the religion. I'm like that with my kid. My kid believes in God and whatever, and I'm like, fuck it, what the fuck ever. I think it's fake, you know, but you're going to go believe in God, so be it, you know. And, uh, but if, but if he goes to say like, God damn or something like that, which he doesn't, but, or you try to use the Lord's name in vain. I was like, Hey, look, if you, if you're about this belief, then don't use his name in belief. But if you, if you don't give a shit and you, you don't care about this dude, go for it. I don't care. So he could literally say God damn all day, every day, you know, you know, you know, with the, he's nine, <laughs> but I'd be like, you know, I tell him not to do it at school. But because he believes in God, I'm going to let him just, hey, man, look, if you're going to believe this shit, this is how it is, you know? But if you don't believe in that shit, go for it. You know, that that's how it goes. And, uh, you know, I'm learning a lot in Michigan, you know? It, it's just that, um, that whole religious thing, you know? I think the people that are hardcore into Trump or whatever the other side is, they're indoctrinated because there's a part of their brain that needs religion. They fucking really need it. And uh, it's not like they need religion in the sense like uh, to, to live a life. It's just there's a part of their brain that needs to, to follow this, follow a path. And because there's no you know, religious community or anything anymore, they follow Trump or they follow whoever the other side is and the Democrats. They're terrible. Like Bernie all the way, you know, that kind of thing. And I think that that's engraved into our bones, you know, the follow a doctrine, you know, and then you have the outliers that people don't, they just kind of fly away from that, you know, but, uh, yeah.
and it's funny too because like I'm, I'm living with this one lady right now she's old she'd just be listening to the fucking fox news all day every day and she doesn't even really watch it she just listens to it and all day you know like that's that's what you got going on you know <laughs> and then you hear her talk the rhetoric you know the bullet points of what whatever people from fox and it's the given word it's like yeah but you really could find a stat to support your narrative nowadays you know well this statistic says that jobs are doing well what about the statistic in the city you know the jobs aren't doing well well i go by the national basis well you're just following one stat versus another stat you know and it's all about how you want to decide whether or not that's right or wrong you know depending on how you're getting your information you know and how you're taking in that information kind of like the the meat vegetarians versus the uh carnivores you know in, in their diets that's a religion onto itself so if you if you go vegan you take you you you're vitamin b deficient but it turns out you're vitamin B deficient as well when you're eating meat only, you know, because you don't get as much vitamin B from it. So you have to take supplements. So yes, vegans do get less vitamin B, but uh, meat eaters as well don't get as much vitamin B. So it's not, you can look at the statistic and say, you know, vegans aren't getting enough vitamin B. That is true. But you know who else is not getting vitamin B? Meat eaters. So in one instance, you can make a stat work in which you could just say vegan's bad because you're not enough B12, you know. But then you can then say, you know, but meat eaters don't get uh, B12 as well, you know. And then where, where are we at here? So when back to Trump, you, you throw a stat like, oh, yeah, job, jobs are going up, but are they going up for everything? You know, like <laughs> it's like the the minimum wage market's going way up, you know, <laughs> you know. And then like it's just anything really. You could you could point to a stat. One time they're like Trump, he's he's anti-Islamic. He's like anti-Islam, you know, because he's banning these countries. But the countries he's banning are really bad with uh, their their um, rights against society. They're you know like stoning witches and shit. And then that's like, you know, that's pretty bad, but that's only that a group of people in some cities. So is it bad that he banned this city or is it good that he banned this city or this country? Because some of the, most of their cities are so stoning uh, women, you know? So like, I mean, throwing gays off the fucking buildings and shit, you know? And, and like the lady who became bishop of a church, it's not like I'm, I'm against that. You know, it's stupid. It's just that like here you are believing a set of ideologies, but this one ideology you're not going to believe in, you know, and you're citing it. Well, it doesn't say in the Bible, but you understand the, the concept of the Bible where it's like, hey, it's all about procreation. Right. But the, that's the church's fault. The church doesn't really know how to explain this kind of shit. They're just they, their goal is to just get you to obey. You know, and, and with great success at the time. But, I mean, you know, you're losing as you're winning, you know. Because over time, people are just going to be like, fuck this. You know, they're going to have their own way. And that's the problem with the church, you know. The, the way of adapting is what, you know, getting was okay. You know what, stealing's okay. <laughs> you know, f fuck away. Go ahead. Go and fuck. You know, go, go ahead and use contraceptives.
I kind of bullshit. Just go for it, you know? You know, and then, like, uh, you could make an argument, like, well, how come a heterosexual could be up there when they're supposed to be, you know, married in? Well, actually, they can. That works. But if they're not married, they, they, they better not be getting it on, you know, before marriage. You know, that kind of bullshit. But whatever, man. I mean, you can sin. That's cool. As long as you know it's a sin. That's That's what the goal is. And um, it makes sense for a religion to be hardcore about anti-sodomy for many reasons in the sense of back in the day, cleanliness was a, was a thing, you know, people were dirty, (laughs) you know, so a lot of disease came from that. And also procreation for having babies. So if like guys were new, they just fuck dudes, they would just keep doing that, you know, because the guys have a stronger sexual desire. So they'll just go for each other, you know, it's funny too, because it, it does kind of hint that it's worse when women do it because it's a sign of times are bad and it makes sense if you think about it so here you got a village right and like guys getting it on makes kind of a sense because their sexual drives but women don't have as much of a sexual drive so when they get to the point where they're getting it on with each other that means dudes aren't doing it right you know guys aren't helping out these chicks you know so they're like it's really bad so if everyone's getting it on with each other but not procreating for babies that village ain't gonna live long you know and you you could fast forward to an entire society for just fucking same sexes and shit you know you're not gonna have babies you know but that that shit's outside the ballpark anyways because now we've gotten to an age where we can just combine fucking cells and shit you know and then create babies you know like guy donates and he says yeah i'm fucking this dude but i'll donate to you and then lesbians can have kids so yeah it's crazy that human evolution's getting to a point where we're probably not gonna even fuck anymore you know because all our needs will be met you know maybe we press a button and we orgasm so we go from getting it on with each other to getting on with ourselves you know to the point where we're like we don't even need this anymore you know, now we have alien heads and we go back in time to see how it was to be human. When we advanced to be fourth dimensional beings. <laughs> yeah. But back to my original point and my always ongoing point is like, I hate when an ideology kind of goes against itself. You know, you don't have to be part of that religion, period. So why are you going to try to follow it? <laughs> you know? You know, the reason why religion is the way it is because it has a rigid set of beliefs. Now, if you take away one said belief, what's the next thing you're going to take away, you know? Well, you know, we believe in God and a, a cow, too. Okay, guys? That's what we're going to do. I mean, just break apart the thing, you know? You know, hey, I could get with my neighbor, you know? I could get it on pansexual, you know? There's like, don't lie, don't lie with your neighbor kind of bullshit if you're married some shit you know so you could just fuck all sorts of people you know be some big giant pansexual thing you know and then you and then the lesbian could argue oh that's not good for you because you're not living a godly life i'm like well you're not living a godly life so why are you shitting on another so it just kind of breaks apart its own thing you know that's an ongoing theme with me when the whole ideology breaks itself apart so for instance you got the lgbtq rs tv you know See, how can you have a bisexual if you have a a, a, a transgender? You know, because you're a guy who says he's a girl getting it on with a guy that's gay. But then, you know, it's, it's weird, right? <laughs> the whole transgender thing breaks everything apart. 
you know, but it, it, they have it. It's your own ide- ideology breaks itself apart, you know. Guy gets with a guy, girl gets with a girl. They get your, your gay and bi, and the guy gets with both, girl gets with both. That's your bisexual. What's a transgender then? You know, there's a, a guy who's a girl gets it on with a girl. So is that lesbian? But that's like hetero. You know, that's, that's, it's rather confusing. And I don't even think they understand their own ideology because some, some guys who turn into girls are like, I am a girl, period. So, okay, you're a girl. So when you get with a guy, what is that? Is that hetero? (laughs) You know, what's the point of bisexual, you know? And so are you a transgender that's bisexual? So like, I mean, you have an identity mixed up with uh, sexuality. You know, the, the, the LGBT or whatever should be just a, uh, what you have sex with, not your identity, but they've mixed sexuality and identity as one, which is, which isn't a thing. I mean, a hetero, you can be straight and act gay as fuck, you know, like you're like, Hey, yeah, Hey girls, but you're straight. And you want to, I guess you would call that queer. I don't know, but you can just be straight, you know, and there you go. But if you act like a man, I'm mad, and you're getting it on with other dudes, then you're gay. But that's not your identity. You're still a man, you know. And same thing with lesbians. And then bisexual. That's not like a. That shouldn't be. They really should separate that. Those two ideologies. I think they would get more less pushback on everything if they're like, that's just, you know, what we the the sexual identity. Now, who you are. You know, you can't. So, so if I'm a guy who gets with guy, my whole life is surrounds around sex. <laughs> you know, but that's not reality. You know, like, it, oh, I mean, it's not good for you. I mean, if you're that, your whole identity is getting it on. You know, that's not a good thing. You know, you can't. Like, it never works out for the guy in the movie who's just trying to get it on with other girls, right? It's pretty much a loser, right? So, if you're like a dude like a gay guy and all his whole identity is trying to get it on with other dudes. That's not a good thing either, but there must be one of those protected classes that could just get, a, get away with that shit. It's freeing with it when a dude tries to get with dudes, but you know, if a dude's trying to get with many girls, mm-mm, not, not good go guy. Well, that's my thoughts on that whole Bishop thing. I just think that like, it's, if you don't want to be part of that religion, don't be part of that religion. You know, if you can't follow that religion, don't follow it. So like, it just proves how fake that religion is when you say, Oh, I'm a lesbian and we're going to accept this aspect because you want more, more people within your, you know, tenure, you know, you're just, it's like Democrats. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll pay off college. Yeah. 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 Everybody gets a thousand bucks. Yeah. 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 Money, 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 money. <laughs> All right, that's it. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast for me. Again, you were a supporter of the cause. Just uh, subscribe on the iTunes. Leave me a fucking review or SoundCloud. You know, fucking subscribe there. What else? What else we got? Hit me back on the Facebook. That was a podcast for me on Facebook and podcast for me at gmail.com. I can throw me a comment or two and uh, we'll hash it out. I even have a website actually podcast for me at uh, com. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, that podcast uh, was uh, pretty good. Huh? Yeah. 
uh, talking about the bishop and the you know, was a racist guy. What an asshole, huh? Michigan. As always, be the best guy or person that you can be. Be a better you than you were yesterday. And always strive to be better. And life's about struggle. And not basically overcoming it. It's just moving past it, you know? If you overcome it, you overcome it. Or you just get through it. That's all life is, really. And always, uh, head on a swivel. Uh, stay frosted. Devil and the devil is free.